What is the best flavor of Pop-Tarts? How was the new Ant-Man movie? And what happened in my life recently? Well, I talk about all that and more on this episode of the Toddcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Toddcast. As always, I'm your host, Todd McManus, here on this rainy Louisiana day. It is, <laughs> it is quite pouring down outside. I didn't even know it was going to rain today, but it was, it's was. it been cloudy for a few days, actually. It was pretty sunny yesterday, a little bit, but cloudy for like a couple days. I mean, it's only going to rain for like the next two hours anyway. It's starting to die down, but it's heavy rain for the past like 30 minutes and rain on and off throughout the day. And that is your weather update <laughs> from me. But... Just want it. So, I haven't had the opportunity yet to watch it, but when I do, I will definitely let y'all know if it's worth checking out, and I anticipate it's going to be very good. I can't wait to see what they're really going to do. They're, like, diving back into the history of Mandalore, going back to the Mandalorian planet, and that was, like, ravaged through the war that the the Empire really, like, bombed all, all of Mandalore, so I don't know. It's interesting to think about, and it's definitely going to be interesting to watch and see what actually plays out throughout this next season of The Mandalorian. And they've already said that there definitely probably will be a season four of The Mandalorian as well. And that's really exciting to see play out and to see actually what is going to happen with The Mandalorian and Grogu. Of course, Grogu is Baby Yoda. So, I'm excited to see what's going to happen and... Can't wait to see what they go towards. So, not much else really happening right now. Um, But something did happen is that this past week or two ago that the new Marvel movie Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania premiered in theaters and I actually did have the opportunity to go see it and I went and saw it. Me and my girlfriend went and saw this movie and... She enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a little confusing (laughs) because she doesn't watch many March. I mean, she'll watch the Marvel movies, but, you know, she's, I mean, she's not really into the continuity and the lore that, you know, I'm dived headfirst into, you know, but it was still good. I enjoyed it and I wanted to go ahead and give my review. It has been about two weeks since this movie has came out. I wanted to go ahead and give my review, so spoiler warning for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. If you have not seen this movie yet, go ahead and pause this this episode and go watch it, or skip ahead about five minutes or so, five to ten minutes, and just skip past this review because I don't want to spoil anybody to the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, spoiler warning, I'm about to talk some good spoilers from this movie. Okay, so I I like the movie. You know, I like the weird quantum realm type stuff that Marvel is diving into right now. I like that kind of stuff. You know, it's weird. It makes you think. It's like, whoa, you know, because it involves like time travel, but also it's the multiverse and it's very weird and interesting because you could just throw anything out there you just throw it all on the wall and see it's one of those like i just said it's one of those instances where you 
throw it on the wall and see what sticks. But when it's the multiverse, and if it involves the multiverse and time travel, there's nothing that can't stick because it's multiverse it's time travel you know you can just say oh well he went back in time and now he's in the future and he had offspring and then it ends up becoming this person you know and it's like what you know and it's very weird and the whole idea of the quantum realm in itself is kind of weird that you shrink to such a small size that there's like a whole universe of people that live inside of our own realm you know like that in itself is is a very it's weird and confusing at the same time but it they really dived into it like in the first 10 minutes of the movie too they went ahead and just went straight for it um there were parts that were kind of confusing and i, I kind of got aggravated at some of this that I don't even know her name, that she was, it's the lady, Hope, was it not Hope, um, Pam or something like that, where she was Hank Pym's wife, and she got stuck in the quantum realm for like 30 years or whatever, I, she never would tell them about Kang, and I don't really understand why, because I don't know if she ever, <coughs> I don't know if she ever, like, you know, had a relationship with him, and they actually, were like, were together, because they didn't even say anything like that, but the way they made it sound is that that was just, it, it kind of was sounding like that at first, you know, I, I feel like other people might have thought this too, that it was seeming like, oh, they might have had a relationship while they were in the quantum realm, but apparently that wasn't the case that she was helping him and he was a traveler and what he actually wanted to do was to conquer all of not only the planets but of every known universe throughout the multiverse and that's why he was Kang the Conqueror and a lot it was a lot of stuff happened um another thing I wanted to touch on was Modok I did not <laughs> I mean, I can understand how they could have done better. I was, I did remember that he was supposed to show up in this movie, and then I forgot during like the first part of this movie. And then when he showed up, I was like, "Oh yeah, Modok's supposed to be in this movie," and it ended up being the guy who was like the villain in the first Ant Man movie. And I was kind of confused but they kind of did make sense of it like they 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 tried very hard to make it make sense that what happened to him and how he ended up being you know a gigantic head with short arm with little bitty arms and legs and he ended up becoming modok and the whole you know that arc for some reason his character arc was so weird that he was like the villain in the first movie and now he's still a villain but he works for kang now and then at the end, he ends up, like, sacrificing himself to basically have Kang get killed and mauled to death by a bunch of giant ants. <laughs> like, everything I'm saying is very confusing, but if you watch the movie, it would make perfect sense. But, I... I, I don't know. It was... He 
he was a good character and a good villain in the first movie, but other than that, like him being Modoc, I think they kind of have wasted that character a little bit because now if he's dead, then that's it. You know, I mean, there's probably other Modocs and other universes throughout the multiverse. But as long as they're not him, because in the comics, you know, it's like his big head with the mouth very wide and little arms, little legs floating around like he's on a chair and all that kind of stuff. And he, Modoc could be a villain of a movie by itself. He doesn't need another big villain to be his boss or whatever in the movie, like how Kang was. But Kang was a good villain. I did enjoy and I liked what he did as the bad guy of this movie. I thought that his role and what Jonathan Majors, who was the actor who played Kang, I thought he did very well as the role of Kang. Um, if you watched the first in credit scene, you and actually the second one too, but more so the first one, that it was he he has got a lot on his plate right now especially with Marvel. They are going to work this man to death <laughs> because of what they are making this guy do. Um, but anyway, the movie ended with basically this Kang getting killed and he's dead now. And then they all got out of the quantum realm and yay, we, we survived. We made it, you know. We're, we're, we're good. But it's basically saying that since... When one Kang dies, more will come. And that's what's happening. So you get to the first end credit scene, or the mid credit scene, that there are the other versions of Kang. And, you know, it was like a pharaoh and some other different versions. And then they go into like this arena, which I thought, I swore, whenever they first went there, I thought, man, this is Secret Wars. They're already going into this. Like, because I, I saw it was an arena and it was, you know, looked like a Roman type arena, you know, with the sand all on the floor and just some walls and this big circle, you know. I was like, this is like a Coliseum, you know, like a Roman Coliseum. This is, they're, they're going about to do, you know, a battle or something. You're, and I, I was like, I swore they're about to bring in like different multiverse Avengers characters or somebody and have them fight. And that's what they're going to do with the Secret Wars. And I was thinking, I was like, no, they can't be, they can't be doing this already. That, that was the first thing that went in my head was Secret Wars. And then come to find out, which it might be, it might. I, there is a slim chance that it still could be. But what it ended up being is that it was just a coliseum full of Kangs. There was like a thousand of them in there. And it was quite a lot. Every one of them played by the same actor, Jonathan Majors. And I, I got a little hyped. I was like, oh, okay, you know, let's go. You know, I was seeing what they were going with and trying to understand what they were going towards. Um, and then we get to the end credit scene, which was another version of Kang, and it was in the early 1900s, I think. And it was a version of him with a mustache. He was on a stage in a play, and his name was Victor Timely. And he was performing, and then it cut out to the crowd, or it was... Owen Wilson's character, who I forgot his name, and then Loki, who were sitting next to each other, and Loki said, that's him, because that's who Loki saw and talked to at the end of the first season of Loki, 
So, the end of this Ant-Man movie teased going into the second season of Loki, which is going to be premiering at some point later this year. Um, so, yeah. Overall, I thought this movie was pretty good. I The visuals were good, in my opinion. You know, a lot of people say that Marvel kind of fell off. I don't really see that, but... I can understand, like, the CGI from the Black Widow movie. And I can understand, you know, different movies having bad CGI versus good CGI. And they put more budget into this movie than this movie. And I understand that. And they really work the CGI and special effects teams and workers. They really work them to death with this kind of stuff. They need to hire, like, a hundred more people to be able to do all this stuff. Um, Because, like, the Eternals... Yeah, it was not that good of a movie. It was kind of trash. But the effects and the visuals were amazing. It looked a very pretty movie. Shang-Chi, it was awesome. Like, that visual effects and special effects were great. Especially the end battle at the very end was awesome. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, very good. It was really good visuals. But then, like, they focus all of it onto these movies that they know that they're going to succeed they're like, well, we know everybody's going to go see this movie, so we should just put all our visual effects into this one instead of this one. It's like, no, you need to put all your... If you're going to do a crap ton of visual effects like this Ant-Man movie you just did, which was in the quantum realm, and your main character is Ant-Man who literally shrinks and grows in size. <laughs> like, it was an overall visually good movie. It's just there might have been one or two parts that was like, uh, you know, you can see it. Like, you can tell. You watch movies long enough, you can tell whether it's good and bad CGI. Um, but the next Marvel movie in the MCU is in May. I think it's in May. Let me double check real quick. Yes, on May 5th of this year, we are going to be getting the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 on May 5th. In literally two months, we will be seeing the next Marvel movie. And I think after that, the next one is The Marvels, which is Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and... I want to say her name was Monica Rambeau. Was that her name? She was the... Uh, lady from the WandaVision show who ended up getting powers at the end of that show. So those it'll be about those three and that'll be I think in November is when that's going to be taking place. But the next Marvel movie that is coming out on our slate is Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in May. So I am excited to see what's going to happen there. Adam Warlock is going to be in this movie. People are di- are going to die. This is the last Marvel movie we're going to see Batista playing Drax, so I'm assuming either his character is going to die or he's going to like retire or something and not do anything. I feel like Star-Lord is going to live. I would like for him to live, but whatever happens, you know, whatever happens, happens. It's Marvel. They kind of know what they're doing at this point, <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to see what they're going to be doing, and I'm still excited to find out what they're going to do, so. Also, if you haven't known to talk more about Marvel a little bit, it is 15 years. 2023 marks the 15-year anniversary of the beginning 
of the MCU that the first Iron Man movie and the Incredible Hulk movie both came out in the year 2008, which is now 15 years ago, which is a little wild to think about (laughs) because I remember when those movies were being advertised to come out watching commercials on TV about them on regular cable or satellite TV, just watching those commercials. And I was eight years old. (laughs) So yeah, I was eight when those movies came out. And here I am 23 years old watching a third Ant-Man movie and a third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So yeah, I'm Marvel has done some great things. I'm glad for what they have done. They've put out so many amazing movies. They've put out some great shows. What they have done is really good, and I can't wait to see what they do in the next 15 years. So, so to go ahead and dive into some questions that you have, that you lovely listeners have submitted for me. If you ever want to ask me a question, there is a link down in the description of this episode. Go down, click or tap on that. It'll take you to my YouTube channel and go to one of the videos and in the comment section, just write out or type out your question that you would like for me to answer as well as putting in a candy, drink, food, whatever you want me to review on a future episode of the podcast as well. So I have one question here. So thank you for submitting this question. And we're going to go ahead and ask this, and y'all can play along as well if you want to. I mean, you could talk out loud. I'm not going to hear you. (laughs) But if you want to answer this question in your head, or if you're listening to this with more than one person in the room, y'all can talk about it and be like, hey, what do you think about this? You know, so this question is as follows. Which do you like more? Regular butter popcorn or the weird popcorn flavors? Hmm. Thank you for that question. That's a good question. Um, now, I am a big fan of some butter popcorn. Like, butter and popcorn is, like, the best thing since putting butter on toast. <laughs> like, it's... I, I, I would like to know where that started. Like, who was the person who decided that we should put butter on these kernels... And then when they pop, they'll be buttery popcorn, you know. I feel like that is a big, that's a, I mean, of course, that's a big movie theater staple is butter popcorn. And then, you know, people go over there to those butter containers and then put, you know, another two pounds of butter on the popcorn. And then before you know it, you can't even grab any popcorn because you'll stick your hand down into the popcorn container. All the popcorn will just stick to your fingers and then you have to eat them one by one off your fingers because there's so much butter. And it just sticks to your entire hand. But, um, when you say weird flavors, what are you talking about? Because I feel like cheddar, white cheddar popcorn or any kind of cheese popcorn is like a regular nowadays. And I can go for some white cheddar. Like that Smart Pop in that black bag, the uh, white cheddar popcorn, that stuff is good. Like, it's already pre-popped and everything, which, of course, I mean, everybody has their problems with that. Of course, like, you putting a popcorn bag in the microwave and popping, you know, some Orville Redenbacher or popping some good old Orville butter popcorn, that, you can't go wrong with that. Um, But some white cheddar popcorn that's been, you know, that's already popped and that you could buy in basically a chip bag, that's pretty good. I do enjoy some cheese popcorn every now and again. As a kid, I used to love the Christmas, the big, like, Christmas gallon containers 
that were like the, it was butter popcorn, the white cheddar popcorn, and caramel popcorn that was in the big Christmas containers. Those things were good. I was never really a big fan of caramel popcorn, so I would rank that as, if I did a a popcorn flavor tier list, caramel would be like a C to me because it's okay. I'm just not, that, that, that combination isn't just that good, you know? Like, caramel goes really well in, like, a candy bar, but on popcorn, no. Like, I know that's two different types of caramel, you know, the one in the, in the Snickers or whatever is more runny and liquidy, but it's just the caramel taste with popcorn just doesn't do it for me. But, of course, butter, I feel like, is an S or A, because you can't go wrong. It's the classic, and it's always good. So, like, butter popcorn would be S. And I think I'd have to put white cheddar at an S or A. The only, or probably put it at A tier because the only problem with certain cheese popcorn is I feel like it gets older quicker somehow because of the cheese, I guess. Because it's like, it's not getting moldier. I mean, if it, it could get moldy, but what I'm, what I'm saying is that, like, it, I don't know. It's like the cheese popcorn, like, if you let it sit out for a while. Or if you even roll up the bag to keep it closed up, it's still going to get, like, old, I guess. Not mold, but just old. You know, it's going to be like, ugh, you know, like, it's just the same feeling of, like, biting into a chip that's just starting to get stale. It's kind of like that, I guess. It's like stale cheese popcorn is what it is. Like, it's still okay. It's still there. The cheese is still there, but it is not, you know... It's not as strong or as good as it could be and was before. So that's why che- any cheese popcorn is probably an A tier for me. But butter popcorn is up there at S. But if you gave me a bowl, two bowls, and one was butter popcorn and the other was the cheese popcorn, I honestly would probably go for the cheese popcorn first because I can imagine in my head what butter popcorn tastes like. So I would eat some of the cheese popcorn first. But I would probably finish the butter popcorn first over the cheese because butter popcorn is that addictive popcorn, you know. So I think I just got to go with the regular butter. You know, I got to be basic. You know, (laughs) I got to go with the uh, I like regular butter popcorn better. You know, if you can even get a little bit of salt on there or use some of those popcorn seasonings. I've never tried those. I probably will in the future at some point, but. Yeah, butter popcorn is where it's at. It's You can't go wrong with it. The only problem with popcorn that I always have hated is the kernels getting stuck in between your teeth, and then you got to get like a floss or whatever. And then now my gums are bleeding. It's like, well, dang it. So, But I have solved that problem with popcorners. I have tried the sea salt flavor popcorn or chip. Um, I'll probably review some popcorners in the future. And those are good. Popcorners is where it's at. So... Yeah, I gotta get more popcorners and review because y'all, if y'all have never had the popcorn or chips, y'all have definitely gotta try them because it's just popcorn in like a Dorito triangle form. And I've only had the sea salt flavor, which just tastes like regular popcorn with salt on it. But they got like a queso flavor and they got probably like a real spicy one or something, you know, and a sour cream and onion because there's a sour cream and onion of every chip. So try some popcorners. If you can, I'm not even sponsored by popcorners. I just want you to try them if you've never tried them before. But yeah, I would definitely pick regular butter popcorn probably over a lot of other flavors any day of the week. So yeah, thank you for that question. That's a good question too. I like some popcorn. 
So, go ahead and to a review here. It's not really a candy review. I guess we can call it a food review. Because I have got with me today two different flavors of good old Pop-Tarts. That's right. I got two different flavors of some Pop-Tarts here with me. One of these flavors is one of my all-time favorite flavors. And the other flavor I have never actually had. And some of you will probably be surprised that I've never had this flavor before. So keep listening. You'll find out what flavor it is. So the first one I had, I am going to be trying is Frosted Strawberry. Now I... Frosted strawberry is one of my favorites. One of my favorite flavors of Pop-Tarts. I just, you can't go wrong with a good classic frosted strawberry Pop-Tart. The frost is good. The strawberry filling on the inside is good. Like, it's just, it's just good, you know? So, I remember having these as like a kid all the time. It was always strawberry and s'mores. S'mores is one of my, it's probably my favorite flavor out of any of them. But strawberry is my second best. Because um, I've had like wildberry, the purple one, you know. I've had that one. And it's okay. But yeah, it's just kind of weird, you know. So, frosted strawberry pop tart. Let's go ahead and give it a try. Mmm. Oh, that's good. Well, you can't go wrong with a pop tart. They're very dusty, though, so I'm just making a big mess everywhere. Mm. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. You gotta always make sure you have a drink, and that way you can wash it down. You know, I almost had Diet Coke come out my nose. So, Frosted Strawberry Pop-Tarts, I would definitely give y'all an 82. Um, the only reason it's not right higher than that is because, one, I think this is just in, against Pop-Tarts in general, is just how, not dirty, but how dusty they get, and just how, like, fall apart they are, that they just kind of get everywhere, like, you know somebody is eating Pop-Tarts, because there's always just going to be a gigantic pile of crumbs right where they're sitting at, because of just how much it falls apart, so, yeah, you can't, you can't eat Pop-Tarts, one, you can't eat them in, uh, silent, because... Because these, like, foil bags that they put them in, which is still cool. I like it, but it's like, if, you, if you're if trying to eat something, like, if you're in the same bed with somebody and you're trying to eat something quiet, Pop-Tarts is not the way to go. Pop-Tarts is an F on that tier list. <laughs> if you're <t> on the tier list of food to eat next to your partner that you're in the bed with, and if they're asleep... Pop-Tarts is on the is a F tier because it is so dead gum loud. And also, I would never want to eat a Pop-Tart in the bed because then I'd have to immediately take off the sheets and wash them because then it's just going to feel like I'm laying in sand because of all the crumbs that are everywhere. So, an 82 for Frosted Strawberry Pop-Tarts. So, yeah, 82 for Strawberry is, is really good. So... The next flavor is the flavor I have never had. I've always known that they've had this flavor. I've just never had it in my life. We have had them. My parents have had them in their house for such a long time. And it's been a staple flavor for them, but never for me. 
This is, of course, cookies and cream Pop-Tarts. That's right. I've never had a cookies and cream Pop-Tart until right now, within the minute. Um, I like cookies and cream ice cream. It is very good. It's just, I mean, it's literally just vanilla ice cream with Oreos in it. I like it, but yeah. So, cookies and cream Pop-Tarts. Let's go ahead and give it a try. Hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. I'm feeling you. Uh, I, I got you. Now you can get a good bite of the filling. Okay. Just the filling is the best part. The crust on the outside isn't bad, but you get a pop tart because of the filling. Mmm. It's okay. I like it. Um, I think the inside just tastes kind of like the marshmallow part of the s'mores. Um, I would probably give cookies and cream pop tarts. I'd give them a seventy-eight. I would eat it. I would eat that again. I would buy it. It's good. I don't think it's as good as the straw as the frosted strawberry flavor, in my opinion. That's just me, though. You, you know, your opinion might be different. I just like strawberry better. Um, the cookies and cream is good. It's got the nice chocolatey outside of the pastry, but the filling is the, it just tastes like the marshmallow filling that's in the s'mores Pop-Tart, which who knows, it might be the exact same thing, but it may not. But that's just what it tastes like to me, unless it's just triggering a memory in my head, and that's what it's making it, making it taste like to me, but that's just what it tastes like, so... Cookies and Cream gets a solid 78, and Frosted Strawberry Pop-Tarts at a high 82. So, those are pretty good. I like them. So, real quick, to end this episode, I wanted to just give y'all basically a life update, I guess. I haven't really given a, a life update on myself in a while, since it is my own podcast. I'm the host of it. I guess I should give you all an update on what I'm doing outside of this in my normal regular life. Um, I'm sure all of you remember last year in September, I actually got my first job. I got a job right out of college. I had to take summer classes during the summer of 2022 with college and I took my last class ended I want to say in like the first few days of August I got my degree then I graduated with a bachelor's degree in marketing so I do have a four-year degree under my name um which is cool to have <laughs> you know um and then in September I actually started a job with the company who I won't I will not mention um to keep their privacy. Um, big company. I liked working for them. Doing different things. And. I enjoyed my time. There with them. And it was fun while it lasted. And that's why I'm giving the, the life update for y'all. Because as of this week. Actually this past Wednesday on March the 1st. I am no longer with this company. They did not fire me. I did not quit. I resigned. I gave in my two-week notice, which was something I never expected to do. Um, especially at the end of last year, I was having a good time with them, you know. But then certain things happened, and they got turned around. And 
before you know it, I was going to work every day, not wanting to be there. And before then, you know, I would wake up in the morning and be like, man, I can't wait to go there. I can't wait to do what I did, not do what I want, but do good, you know, earn money for the company I'm working for, you know, post the social media posts because I was their marketing coordinator um, was my title and do this and do that and talk to my coworkers, you know, because I had great coworkers. Um, and I even said this in the past week that if I could change jobs and do a different position but keep the same coworkers, I would because that's the only thing that, you know, was like, dang, I get to, I don't get to have the same coworkers. Now I got to really start over, you know, with a different company. But I enjoyed my time while it lasted. Um, of course, I got six months out of it, so I think that's pretty good. You know, I've never, it went from, oh, yeah, I got a job now, to now I used to work there, and I'm going to work here. So, um, I want to thank them. I want to thank them for the opportunity. I enjoyed myself. I learned. I did learn some good information and good marketing techniques and what I can take into my next job and future jobs way down the line. Um, but that time has passed. That adventure has ended. That chapter of my life has come to a close and now a new chapter is opening. And that's why I'm telling all of you because one, that is the half of it. One, I have ended this career, or this one specific job, not my whole career, but this one specific job this past Wednesday was my last day, and it felt weird. Like, the last day kind of felt like the last day of school, where you get that feeling of like, okay, I'm not doing a lot, and you know this is it. Like, I was, I, I went to work that day, I was like, wow, this is, this is it. This is the end. You know, it's like after I clock out today, it's I, I, the next time I come back as a visitor, as just a regular public individual, not as a employee. So, yeah, it, it was something and it was interesting. But I want to thank everyone. If any of my former co-workers were listening, I want to thank them for giving me that opportunity and thank them for teaching me and guiding me to being more in-depth in with my marketing techniques and skills and thank all of and thank my employer, my boss, both of them. Um, thank them for teaching me the ways and giving me the opportunity to work with them. And like I said, I hope to work with them in the future. Maybe not as an employee or employer, but maybe as a partner. Who knows? So, but what I'd like to say is this past Friday... I have started a new position, <laughs> so I got to spend one day on Thursday unemployed, basically. I ended Wednesday, did nothing Thursday, and then start a new job on Friday. Won't say who it's for, I'll keep that private, but I am ready to start this new adventure, start this new chapter, and ready to go into it, and I want to thank my former co-workers for you know, I told them where I was going. I wanted to keep that open. You know, I didn't want to be like, Hi, I don't want to tell them, you know, because it's kind of iffy where, you know, it's kind of iffy if you're going to a competition. I'm not really going to a competitor. I'm going to somebody who, a different company and being there 
uh, working for their marketing department. And it's not really a competitor. It's just, you know, somebody else who's kind of in a different field with a t- different target demographic. Um, completely different situation, too, that they're in. But, um, yeah, I wanted to thank, I want to thank coworkers and employer, my boss and everyone that I have worked for and my friends, my family and my girlfriend for being supportive and for helping me get along with this chapter. I mean, it's not really, I mean, it is a different, it's not really difficult time. You know, I mean, I was offered this new position and I felt like I had to take it and that's why I put my two weeks in. So basically I just wanted to let all of you know, the listeners, whether you, no matter how old you are, no matter where you're working, that if you ever go to work and you're happy with what you're doing and then one specific thing happens that you don't enjoy where you're going, then look. Look at what you want to do. What do you want to do? You need to figure out what can I do where I can be happy and do what I want, but also make money to where I can live, whether it's alone or with a partner or you know, take care of your kids or whatever. It's whatever your situation may be, you need to figure out what you want to do at the end. And you need to figure out how you can make money doing that. And if you can figure out that, that is the perfect combination to living a happy life is doing what I want and making good enough money with the people that I want to be with. And that's the American dream right there. That's, that's what everybody wants. So I want to thank everybody for being supportive and on my team, basically. And I am excited to start this new journey. Of course, if anything big happens, I will definitely let y'all know because y'all are a part of this big old family we got here, too. So, yeah, that, that's been my life update. And I want to thank all of you for listening and being a part of the journey with me. And there will be definitely some more life updates in the future and probably who know who knows if i work at a bunch of different jobs who knows i might crack the case and do a past job tier list <laughs> rank all right who did i work for is an s tier employer <laughs> no, do that kind of thing so so yeah so i think that's going to do it for this episode as always please rate and subscribe and if you're listening on youtube please like comment subscribe and click that bell to get notified when new videos are uploaded and make sure you follow the podcast on instagram for all your updates and podcast needs and tell your friends and family to give it a listen and thank all of you once again for listening to this episode and if you want to know what's going to happen next week we're just going to tune in to find out only on the podcast <laughs>